Welcome to Pickleball Therapy. This week I am on the road. Just landed back from the APP New York City Open. Was a blast to play at the Billie Jean King Tennis Center up in Flushing Meadows, New York, the home of the Tennis U.S. Open. And now the second year of pickleball being played there. So it's an amazing step for our sport, given uh, you know its place in our in our society and in sports in general and being accepted. So this week, what I'm going to do is I'm going to share with you a, a prior episode that we had that has to do with focusing on one thing at a time. And you'll find it really helpful for you if you're working on your improvement or just when you're out there playing to really focus on what you're doing. Enjoy this week's podcast. Next week, I'll be in Tahoe with CJ. We're having some camps up there. And uh, we'll try and get a podcast put together for you for next week, regularly scheduled. And we'll talk about stress, uh, imparting stress, hopefully next week. Enjoy the podcast and we'll see you next week. When we go out on the pickleball court, what do we do? We want to win, right? I come out on the court. I say, you know what? I want to win this game. I'm going to bet you my opponent is saying the same thing or thinking the same thing. I want to win this game. The reality, however, is we cannot win the game. Not at least as our objective, right? We cannot do anything in terms of just winning, right? So I can't go out on the court and say, I want to win the game. That doesn't help me when I'm out on the pickleball court. So rather than focusing on winning the game, what I need to focus on when I'm out on the pickleball court is simply the next point, right? I need to focus on, I step out. It's 0-0-2. Am I serving? Am I returning serve, right? What am I doing? If I'm serving, then I'm focusing on my objectives as a serve team. If I'm returning serve or receiving, then I need to focus on my objectives on that side. That's what I can control. That's what I can have influence over. And so what I like to do is say, you know, to players, don't, you know, don't focus on the the whole game, right? That's just too much. It's too, you can't do that. Focus just on this next rally you're going to play. And you can even take that a step further. Focus on the next shot that you're going to hit, right? So you can look at the rally kind of big picture if you want to. That's the biggest picture of what you can play, the rally or the point. And basically what you're doing there is you're deciding, okay, what side of the court am I on? And then what are my objectives? And you can look across the net and find and see who you're playing against, how they're formed, you know, are there backhands in the middle? Is there a spot you want to attack? Things like that. And then once you've done that, right? then the only thing you can do after that is focus on the actual next shot. So say again, you're on the serve side. What do you have to focus on? Either the serve or if you're not serving, be in position to take advantage of any opportunities that are presented to you after the serve. If you're, if you're the next ball is the third shot and it comes to you, then your focus is on the third shot. Not on the fifth, not on the seventh, not on the ninth. It's on the third shot. And then so on, you know, then the fifth and the seventh, and you just keep progressing through the rally. What you'll find is that if you're able to focus on the rally and specifically on the shot that you're hitting during the rally, the rally will work itself out. In other words, the results will be what they're going to be. What you're doing is you are, you are, uh, you are basically placing your entire focus, right? You're concentrating your entire focus on the one thing that you can control. For example, you're hitting your third shot drop, and the last one you hit, you hit too low, so it never cleared the net. Well, now you get another chance to hit a third shot drop. This time, maybe consider 
hitting it higher over the net, right? That's something you have control over, right? You have complete control over the height of the shot that you hit, or at least your intended height, right? So intend to hit the ball the way that you want to hit it. And that's the type of thinking, the type of approach to a game that will ultimately not just make you, not just give you better results, because I've already mentioned that, but I want to comment in on another thing. It will actually give you much calmness when you're out on the court. A friend of ours, Mike, at our camp uh, was mentioning that he started using the get past four metric that we talk about a lot and that we use. And what's interesting is he was down in a match one to eight, right? He said he's playing in a four match. He's down one eight. All of a sudden, he decided to use that metric, right? And what he mentioned to us uh, this morning at the camp that was uh, in addition to what we already knew was not just that it worked because they ended up winning 11-8, but he said he felt a calmness come over him, right, that he had never felt before on the pickleball court. He usually, he said he usually feels pretty hurried out there, pretty rushed, and I think a lot of pickleball players feel anxious and rushed when they're on the court. And what happened to, to Mike here, when he, when he, because he was using a metric over which he had control, he just had calmness, right? He had a he had clear, uh, clear part of the game that he was focusing on, and he used that, that, that focus that he had on what he was trying to accomplish to give himself great calmness, great comfort. You can do the same thing if your focus is on the next shot that you're hitting. If that's the only thing in the world to you when you're on the pickleball court, that'll give you a ton of focus. That focus will give you calmness and you'll perform better. So next time you're playing, you know, try and, and reframe your thinking from I'm going to win the game or I want to beat this player or whatever that big picture thing is and then bring it down to the rally and the rally. Think about what you want to accomplish in that rally, depending on whether you're the serve or the return, the win conditions, the opponents, things like that. Give yourself a second to focus on that rally. And then once you focused on the rally and made your decisions, then focus on executing the shots in the order that they're presented. If you're on the serve side, you're going to be doing your serve, your third, your fifth, your seventh, and so on. If you're on the return side, you're going to hit your return of serve, then your fourth, your sixth, your eighth, and so on. Focus on those shots because those shots in that order are the only thing that you can control when you're out on the pickleball court. So hopefully that'll help you as you get play and you can focus better. In the riff this week, we're going to be talking about how to use the concept of one, if you want to call it one rally or one point, but we're going to call it one thing to improve your, to work, to help you as you work to improve. So stay tuned for the riff. Our 2022 class of the pick, for the pickleball system has closed. What that means is we have, we had an open, you know, like an enrollment period, just like you would in a college, right? So we had an enrollment period. Uh, if, if, if we had hundreds of players come in and enroll, They've enrolled in the system. Now we've closed the class and we're going to basically we're we're rolling out the different modules, different phases as we go through the uh, system and as these uh, players continue to work on their games. And one thing that that, you know, some of the feedback that we've gotten is, well, like what's next? Right. Kind of like, you know, so we have the first videos or the first content. Where's the next content? And. We were, CJ and I were very deliberate about this and very intentional in our uh, rollout of the system. And what we wanted to avoid was overwhelm, right? We wanted to avoid players feeling like they needed to drink from the fire hose, which if you ever tried to drink from a fire hose, I haven't, but I can imagine it. 
And I don't imagine you get a lot of water actually, you know, down your throat and into your system. And so we wanted to avoid that sort of um, approach. And so what we did is basically the, the system is phased out to you. So you get a few modules, you take those, digest them, understand them, apply them. Next set, same, apply them and keep on going, right? And so, again, natural instinct, no criticism here. It's natural for players to want to solve everything all at one time, right? They want to fix that pop-up, fix the problem with the return side, get their serves in, uh, move on the court better, and maybe spin the ball, right? So they want to do all those things at one time. And what happens is when you're trying to do all of those things at one time, what you end up doing is nothing. You end up doing none of them, or at least none of them well. And so what our focus is inside the system, and should be your focus in your improvement, is to pick one thing that you need to work on and work on that thing. And then pick another thing and then work on that thing. And you basically work on them until you feel comfortable with it or until you feel you've gotten to a, a point with it that it's, uh, it's it, that you basically your additional improvement will will be uh, will require a lot of work for a marginal increase. Right. That doesn't mean you're at 100 percent. It means, say, you're at 70, 80, 85 percent, probably good enough to move on to something else. And let's talk about a couple of different specifics. So say that you're trying to improve the mechanics of a shot. You're trying to improve, let's just use your return of serve. So you're trying to improve your return of serve. What you're going to do is you're going to drill your return of serve, right? And that's going to be your focus. You're not going to be drilling return of serve and volleys and serves and everything else. You're going to be drilling return of serve. Once you get that return of serve to a place that you're comfortable with, that you say, okay, I feel good about this, then you can move on to the next shot you need. And let's say that's your four shot. Fine. Then you, then you transition to your four shot. You work on your four shot. Once you're done with a four shot, then you transition to a different shot that you might need. And to be clear, when I said before that when you're working on your return of serve, don't work on your serve, a little caveat here, or a little side, side, side note, sidebar note, serve and return of serve can be hit the same way. So, but what you don't want to be doing is working on different mechanics all at the same time. Same thing with the strategic pillar right? The strategic part of the game, what we call the strategic pillar. If you're working on your return side of the game and you need to focus on that first, then spend your time on the return side of the game. Don't jump around between the return side and the serve side and the this part of it and that part of it and the MVZ part and adding an MVZ lob and all these things. It's simply not going to be as productive as if you focus on one thing at a time. And I was mentioning this earlier to one of our campers. Uh, there's that old saying about, you know, if you want to eat an elephant, you ha you can, but you have to eat it one bite at a time. That was a little morose, so we made it a uh, morbid, so we made it a um, chocolate elephant. So if you have a chocolate elephant that you want to eat, uh, you know, it's daunting. You look at it and you go, wow, I can't eat all that. Yeah, you can. You just have to eat it one bite at a time. And learning pickleball is the same way. Learning pickleball, there is, listen, you know, and I've said this before and I'm going to say it again now. You're never done with your pickleball learning. There is no such thing as an endpoint. There is no such place as, okay, I've gotten there and I'm done and there's nothing left. Never going to happen. If you look at the pros, the best players in the, on the planet, right? You think, okay, they have all the answers. They know everything. Listen, they know a lot and they're very good. But there's always something new to learn. There's somebody else that challenges them or changes the, the, the strategy or, you know, adds something new to the game. Or there's a shot that they're not particularly proficient in and they're working on. 
So pickleball is, and that's one of the beauties of our game, is that pickleball will always have something for you to learn, always something available to you. As long as you remain curious, pickleball will be there for you with lessons to teach you and things for you to learn. That said, you, you have to do it one thing at a time, not seven or eight things at a time. The only exception to this is if you're working on a mechanical part of the game, you can also try and focus on one strategic part of the game. Athletic part of the game, you can do several at once if you want to. The important thing with the athletic, the reason we suggest doing the athletic one at a time is not because you can't do more than one, because you can. It's so that you develop habits. And what happens on the athletic pillar, in the athletic pillar, is that you, you know we want to get a stronger core, stronger shoulders, stronger legs, uh, want to get faster and better cardio, right? So what do we end up doing? Nothing. Because it's too much. I can't do all that. But you know what you can do? You can probably right now, if you're at your home and you're listening to this or somewhere you can do this, you know, stop the podcast. Maybe uh, maybe do a few crunches in a chair. Do Not crunches. Do the chair ab exercises if you're sitting down. That's fine. Stretch your arms. That's fine. Do a balance exercise. All great stuff, right? Next time you're going to listen to the podcast, take a walk, right? Put some headphones in and take a walk. Do one thing at a time on the athletic pillar simply so that you develop it as a habit. Once it's a habit, then add something else and layer on and layer on until you've gotten where you want to be. So the moral of the story or the not the moral of the story, but the lesson of the, uh, the one thing at a time is in your improvement, focus on one thing, get better, add something else and keep on building. If you enjoyed the podcast, please consider rating and reviewing it on uh, wherever you're at, Apple or anywhere else. It helps other pickleball players find it. And as always, if you enjoyed the podcast, your friends probably will too. So share it with them, whether it's directly through a text or social media works too, Facebook or Instagram or whatever your, whatever your social media poison or preferences. Check that out. Send it out there. Share it with them and help them discover pickleball therapy. Have a great week and we'll see you next time.